Welcome to Theatre of the Mind Flayer, a D&D play podcast set in the home-brewed world of Jekyll. We've got two DMs for some reason, which can only mean twice the fun. So sit back, relax, and enjoy your time at Theatre of the Mind Flayer. Hey, welcome to Theatre of the Mind Flayer, the only podcast that is delayed because the pizza's too big for bikes. Caleb, how you doing? Yeah, I'm pretty good, man. It's Paddy's Day. Have a yeah, few Guinness in day. front of me. What are you doing for some Paddy's Day? Well, I'm here recording a D&D podcast. How do you feel about that? I mean, conflicted, conflicted. I mean, a lot of people I know are out drinking right now, probably vomiting on the side of the street. For my Vancouver mates, people are going, oh my God, you're Irish? Oh my God. Does that get old? A little bit, you know. Yeah. I'm not going to complain. I like standing out, you know, having my unique selling point okay. of being and Irish. Of but- being Irish. And that's unique in Vancouver, is it? <laughs> it used to be. <laughs> Back in the day... But no, it's good. I'm here playing D&D. Where else would I want to be? Exactly. You know who else is here? We have Hercules Maze. How you doing, man? I, guess I'm okay, I can but see I'm not that. I'm going to do yeah. that now. Yeah. I saw Luke didn't want to get called out first. So. That's why I changed well, I mean, seats. Yeah. <laughs> going around the table. Yeah, yeah. That's why you stole my chair? No. It was already warm. <laughs> he swapped the chairs too. <laughs> you kept it warm from last week. Really. <laughs> you know, I'm doing all right. Doing all right. Luke Sykes, over the back there. I am fabulous. I know you're fabulous, but how are you doing? Just as fabulous as you know I'm doing. Oh, good. Oh. <laughs> Think about that one for a sec, guys. <laughs> Moving around the table to Danielle Butlin. How are you? I'm good. A little warm. A little warm? Yeah. Is it because of the sexual tension between Luke and I? So <laughs> <laughs> I had to move away. <laughs> for those listening, he's at the absolute opposite end of the table, so no footsies can be done. No, but I can stare at him in the eyes. That's true. Ba-ba-ba. Dream river. I believe you get me Copyright. The <laughs> <laughs> Moving along to Dalen Serafini. How are you doing? I'm good. I have a lovely dog cuddling me, so yes. I could not be better. <laughs> Our puppy dog, Hogan, is chilling on Dalen's lap. He is a massive cuddle bug, and he's a big, chunky pit bull. He won't move either. He will drool on you, and he'll fall asleep there. <laughs> I, as soon as his head like lay down against my knee, he was like, oh, yeah. This oh, is this it. is the shit. This yeah, is yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can feel the weight of him just go. Oh, yeah, so he like settled in. in. I was like, I'm going to bring my mic to me. Exactly, exactly. We're going to kick off today with a fun little improv game. I can't remember the name of it. I probably should have thought of a name. It's one made famous from... Uh, it's improv. Come up with a name right now. Uh, dicks. Damn it. <laughs> um, <laughs> when in doubt. When in doubt. <laughs> We're going to play a game called 1-30-15-7-3-1. This is a game where you guys, together, as a foursome, do uh, in your characters' voices, if you would like, or as your characters, are going to do an improv scene that lasts a minute. And then you're going to do the exact same scene, and it's going to go for 30 seconds. And then the exact same scene, 15 seconds, 7 seconds, 3 seconds, and 1 second. Any questions? Do we have to do the same words in the minute to 30 to 15 to you have to do to the same scene okay How, whatever that means to you man because i guess when you get down to three seconds you probably only get to fit one or two words in so Spoiler alert the three second and one second is just going to be screaming i mean the other option is we start with a one second scene and try and extrapolate but <laughs> <laughs> maybe we save that for another time yeah. so caleb can you give me a location please uh comic book convention comic book convention and can you give me a quirky character a barber who uh is afraid of hair we have comic book convention and a barber who's afraid of hair. Let me get my timer out. Have a have a uh, thing. Are you have a quick playing? Game. Are you playing the barber? I'm doing nothing. I'm going to have a rest while you guys play. So who's the barber? Uh, that's yeah, for you guys improv, to figure dude. out. This is improv. <laughs> You're at a comic book convention. 
Barber, Afraid of Hair, One Minute Scene, your time starts now. Uh, I, I just went to a great barber because I have no hair. He did a great job. Look, he shined it. It's great. That is a beautiful head you have, my friend. So are you going to be signing any comics? I heard you released a great one. I released a comic. I uh, yeah, it was uh, named Nomi Gnome and uh, his eleven gnomes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what what happened? What did he do? Oh, look, look, looks like he got a fan coming up here, right here, over here. He's walking up to the table right now. Hi, I'm your number one fan. I've bought every every issue. Well, Eight, actually, I think I'm the number one fan. Oh. Thank you very oh, much. Yes, I've always wanted a fan. Yes. <laughs> I've got two number one fans. Uh, so fight it. Fight it out. Let's see oh, who, who the real number well, one fan is. What can, is the name of the ninth gnome? Gnomen. Oh, he got it in <laughs> one. <laughs> What's the name of the fourth gnome? Gracie. Ah, yeah, you guys are. Hey, time's up. up. <laughs> yeah, well done. Okay. <laughs> I think that went pretty well, Jake. That was very fun. I enjoyed well that, done, guys. I, I was engrossed. Oh, yeah. uh, so, so tickets to a live show. <laughs> yeah, this is what people have to look forward to. Uh, All right, here we go. Same scene. Thirty seconds. Your time starts uh, no. now. <laughs> my head's very shiny. I just went to a grey barber. He's a, he hates hair, but he did my bald head great. It's so lovely. Your head's so shiny. <laughs> so I heard you wrote a comic. What's it called? I did eleven gnomes in the gnomey gnome. <laughs> Whoa, looks like you got a fan running up here. Hey, uh, sign my comic book. I'm your biggest fan. No, I am. I'm your biggest fan. Oh, I've always wanted fans. Oh, let's have a fight. Who's my number one fan? Uh, what's the name of the fourth gnome? Gracie. No, oh, yes. Damn. Norman. Good. What's the name of the gnome? gnome? What's the name of the gnome? Norman. Oh. And scene. <laughs> well Attention. Very well done. Oh, my God. You ready to do the same scene in 15 seconds? Oh, yeah, baby, let's <laughs> do it. Here we go. Starting in three, two, one. <laughs> I got the bald head and it's shiny because I'd rather. Oh my God, it's so shiny. What's your comic called? <laughs> Normie Norm and the Lemon Norms. Hey, Ooh, I'm look, your biggest fan, sign my comic book. <laughs> no, I'm your biggest fan. Let's fight the doubt. What's the name of the fourth Norm? Gracie. <laughs> A ninth Norm. No, Norman. Time. Time. Yeah, baby. I took your accent there. <laughs> Can't bring us down. All right. Couple more. We're going to do seven seconds now. Oh, my oh God. No. All right. And your time starts now. I got a bald head and shiny gnome. Oh, it's so shiny. What's the name of your comic? No, me, no, 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 no. I'm your biggest fan, sign it. No, I am. Fourth gnome. Time. Done. <laughs> oh, very good. Okay. We're going to do three seconds. Oh, my God. <laughs> and your time starts now. Oh, well, what's the name of your comic? Oh, yeah. no, full time. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was your best one, guys. <laughs> and so, finally, so tight. Uh, <laughs> the one second version. And your time starts now. No, no <laughs> Well done. Uh, good job, oh, guys. That worked out better than I thought. Well done, guys. How was that? Uh, Stressful. Wow. <laughs> Just got the old juices flowing. <laughs> you know I mean. Speaking of stuff that'll get people's juices flowing, let's play some D&D. In our last session, you all made your arrival to the small harbour of Kuhn. While mostly tight-lipped about your reasons for sailing to Bokt, with the exception of Agnar, who is looking for the Temple of Brigantia, you nonetheless found yourself partying up and heading to the local tavern. There you met an eager young gentleman by the name of Nim, who had also recently arrived in the hopes of finding adventure. 
He informed you that there were children going missing across the land and you endeavoured to head to the capital bail to find out more. Heading out into the silvered mist that surrounds the village, you were attacked by what seemed to be a physical manifestation of the fog. After a less than impressive fight and a dead, then not so dead Nim, you managed to quell whatever was lurking in the mist. But before you could celebrate, you suddenly found yourself surrounded by a small army of the creatures. So, yeah, you guys see these figures surrounding you, slowly approaching you, these figures made of mist. Uh, oh my gods. Oh, there's a lot more of them. Everybody back to back. Suppose we should get in a circle and, and face all of them? Yes, that's the only way we're getting out of this. All no, right. I think it's all right. Uh, let me go talk to them. They haven't done anything to us yet. Uh, by the way, I've changed my accent again. Now I'm doing something different. I look at you and I gesture to the puncture wound in my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, yeah, that, that one did that. I, but uh, these ones haven't. Let me go talk to them. Oi, friends. Uh, how we going? Gonna fucking die. As you approach one of the mistly figures, you see its arm raise and form into a mist blade. And just as it goes to strike you, Behind its head, a glowing purple spearhead comes straight through the back of its misty head and dissipates the form. From behind, you hear a hiss of an arrow. You hear a crackle of a fireball. Looking around, you're soon witnessing a misty massacre. And as a group of blue figures wielding weapons start slaughtering these misforms, they systematically destroy pretty much all of them. And within seconds, all is quiet. Uh, well, well, okay then. One of the figures who you now recognize. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo, Man, I, gentlemen. I thought we were really in, uh, in deep there for a second. <laughs> one of the figures who you now recognize to be a Vidalcan man approaches you. He's bare chested, but he's wearing a, a leather harness and attached to it seem to be like a variety of like flasks hanging from the harness. Like a like a bandolier kind yeah, of Yeah, kind of like a two prong like kind of like a Conan the Barbarian kind of like oh. harness with flask hanging from it, yeah. And if you're unfamiliar with the Vidalcan, they're blue, bold creatures with kind of flattened ears, big, large, wide noses, and dark, dark eyes. Great. They probably went to the same bar that I went to. Okay. <laughs> you see this Vidalcan, he looks at you and he goes, What on earth were you thinking? Why would you do that? Do not take on the mis creatures on your own. We didn't know. We were just coming through the mist. We were on our way to whatever town. Where's your kite? This fellow down here. This, uh, this, this poor You look fellow. down and you see Nim. He's revived, but he's not looking good. And he kind of looks up and says, I, I was not your guide. I simply said we should go this way. I believe Is this that, true? That sort of sounds like a guide to me. I, I, I agree <laughs> with this guy. That's a guide. When you travel to Rhodes of Bacht, you must have a Bacht-approved guide. No one told us this. Maybe you should put up a sign saying that. Yeah, the the signs here aren't very good, eh? You mean the signs on the notice board? Oh, we have many, many town meetings in Bale to do with this very problem. And we have asked (laughs) the mayor over and over again to put more details on the sign. For instance, have you seen the ones with the children? Oh, my God. Where the fuck do we take the children? children. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, this one right here. (laughs) Oh, yes, that's the one. I've heard if you, like, jumble the letters around, it looks a little bit different. But where were you trying to go? Bale. 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 Right. That is where we are from. That is where we can take you. Why are you going to Bale? Why would you traverse these, these treacherous roads on your own? I just point to the poster that I'm holding. You're here to rescue the children? Yes. Well, I'm looking for the Temple of Brigantia. Temple of Brigantia. Okay. I don't know about this, but, oh. but the mayor 
would probably have a fair idea. Mehr Adkis. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, seeing as we need a guide, would you be that sort of person thing possible? I, I am technically protection party. If you want a guide, we are technically guided by Sax. And he, he gestures over. Yeah, he points over and you see a Vidalcan woman wearing similar clothing, but she seems to be standing very still with her eyes closed and she seems to be shaking very, very, very slightly, like a slight tremor. And she's covered head to toe in tattoos that seem to be made up of like cobblestone roads nearly. It's like she's covered in cobblestone road tattoos. Sax is our guide. We are the protection party. Is she all right? She oh, looks she's a little. Fine. She's oh. she's working. Yeah. Oh. This is what it looks like when one of the guides are experiencing. Cold. The, beg your pardon. When she's cold. No, no. When she's cold, she actually cries. Oh. Yeah. I shall write that down in my notes. Yes, I will too, so I don't forget. Thank you very much. Now listen, we can we can take you safely. Have you heard about the dentists in uh, in Bale as well? We as a group can take you to Bale. If you follow our exact words and our exact tracks, these roads are treacherous. You dare not traverse them on your own. Whoever this idiot is, you should never have followed him on your own. To be fair, I think we were on that same page. We were just more morbid curiosity than anything else. Fair. I understand that. I quite, understand that. Quite honestly, we thought he was uh, the one kidnapping the children. Kidnap? No. <laughs> there have been a large amount of children. I doubt that any one entity can kidnap all the children. That oh, he might taken. have been like a monster or something in disguise. Excuse me. Sir, are you a monster? And uh, Nim looks up and goes, No, I am not. I, I, I am simply elven. Some dwarves think of us as monsters, but we are just fighting for what we believe. You know what? I feel that. You do? Good thing uh, neither of us put down any money on that bet then, eh? What? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't think that the first person you come across was evil, did you? I don't know, man. I've had a pretty fucked up past. So. <laughs> well, how about we talk about it as we walk? He was very suspicious. Was he? Yes. You weren't projecting that on him? He was a little too eager. To he was very eager for a group of strangers. He was very <laughs> eager. <laughs> he was <laughs> patting the chair. <laughs> Sit with me. Gorn is his name. Gorn gestures to Sax, and Sax, without even looking, kind of shivers a little bit, and you see her pulled from her chest almost in the direction of down the road into the mist, further into the mist. And he says, listen, if you want to keep up, make sure you keep up, because if I lose you, I'm not coming back for you. I'm not risking my men for strangers, but I will take you and protect you. Okay. As we walk, I'll ask a question. Certainly. What are these things? The mist creatures? Aye. They're a strange aberration that have been around for years since the bloodbaths of Bokht and since the roads became untraversable. There has been many strange creatures on these roads. Once you get to the towns, it is relatively safe. They don't seem to want to incur onto the towns, but for strangers moving along the roads, they seem to attack without any concern for life. And you're referring to the bloodbath that was brought by the people of Severe? That is correct. The mayor can tell you more, but from my experience, Severians are... How do you are... know this? <laughs> well, that just happens to be where I'm from. The Vidalcan all look at you <laughs> with a bit, a little bit of malice, but not complete. Not that I'm at all proud of where I come from or any of my heritage. Why did you leave? Why are you here? Ah, <laughs> family issues. Let's, uh, let's just leave it at that. But I 
don't really want any ties to that place anymore. Fair enough. I cannot argue with that. And you wouldn't tell us your fucking name, but you would... Well, haven't you ever pretended to be someone else? I mean, I put on a voice the first time I met you, too. I didn't know whether I could trust you. (laughs) 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 Told you I'd justify bitches. (laughs) I do not understand this putting on a voice. It does not make sense to me. But look, I mean, you know, I didn't know if I could trust you, but you all fought very bravely, and, you know, I put my trust in people that are willing to put their backs on the line for others. So, yeah. I'd ask your fucking name at least three times. I'm a little uh, cagey. (laughs) To be fair, I was just trying to get a free drink. Well, I don't think names matter that much. It's the person I'm seeing, so you seem all right. Thank you. Also, I I want to apologize for just picking you up during the battle. It was very spur of the moment and I got scared and sometimes I feel like I have to protect smaller things but I I know you've got your own so I, I won't oh, do that. that. That's okay. I, I get scared too. I give you permission to pick me up whenever you want. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Then. Okay. <laughs> you guys get hurt. Yeah, just got a little bit warmer. Does, everyone feel that? Does anyone know how turtles flirt? <laughs> Very slowly. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for picking that one. <laughs> I waited for everyone else. You guys make your way down the roads now with your new guides, led by Sax, the navigator. You do notice that she does seem to be being pulled in a direction nearly from her entire body. She will walk and then about every hour or so she'll stop dead quiet and close her eyes again for a moment and then turn in seemingly a completely different direction and go again. You do notice, though, when you look down at the road, it never actually seems to turn. It always seems like the road is straight. It's never curved. It never turns. You seem to have been walking for quite some time, a couple hours at least, but you have no real idea of how long you've been walking. You figure it must have been hours, though, because there's no real light source coming in through the mist right like there's no light coming from any kind of the suns up above so you guys reckon you've been walking for a couple of hours when Gorn turns to you and he says I think it is time I think we should camp down for the night take watch and move in the morning we can make it at this speed we can make it to bail around mid-afternoon tomorrow okay I do not expect you all to take watch but the uh, help is appreciated my men have been out here for a good couple of days now oh of course I don't sleep much anyway, so... You see the Vidalcans start to unpack from their satchels makeshift tents. Some of them go right to sleep. You notice that Sax, she stands just on the perimeter of your makeshift camp. Again, standing, eyes closed, very somber, serious looking. How uh, abundant are the Vidalcan across the world? Very rare, anywhere outside Bokht. Okay. Bokht is kind of like a place for humanoid creatures who are not necessarily commonplace kind of the outcast races and Vidalcan's definitely one of those is it possible to talk to Sax while she's in her you can certainly try I'll go up and stand beside her (laughs) as you approach her eyes flick open as if she could sense you sorry I yeah I didn't want to disturb you I just couldn't help but be curious about your um your uh tattoos (laughs) My tattoos? Yeah, yeah. I've I've never seen anything particularly like that style. She looks down at a heavily tattooed body, 
looks back at you and says, you have interest in tattoos? A couple, but they're, they're not really places I could show you right now. <laughs> uh-huh. that, that is fair. Perhaps another time. I was just uh, curious what exactly they, uh, what they do. These tattoos were given to me by the shaman once I graduated the academy and became a guide for the Berman. He's a very talented tattoo artist, but also a very powerful mage. And so he's part of the academy here in Bacht? The shaman is kind of the mystical go-to for all of Bacht. But in particular, he specializes in traversing the roads of Bacht and making sure they are traversed properly by people who are trustworthy. We train at the academy. We get very mild tattoos in order to make our way to him for our final, how you say, test. And upon completing our test, he completes our tattoos in a unique fashion for each of us. And then we are able to traverse the ever-changing roads. Thanks. Sorry, I'll let you do your job. Not at all. Uh, Watch (laughs) this. And she raises her arm out and kind of points her palm flat and then flicks her hand up and you see a little tracing of kind of the road you've walked down so far and it glows in a line that squiggles across her palm and then she clenches her fist and turns her hand and points and her hand kind of unnaturally shoots out to the side. She goes, that is where we are going next. Wow, that's... uh... (laughs) That's, that's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I must focus now. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. I am Sax. Oh, uh, Zephyrith. Nice to meet you, Zephyrith. I'm sitting, staring uncomfortably close to a sleeping Vidalcan, just staring at him, studying <laughs> him. Not saying anything, just staring at him. It's a fucking creeper. Give me, give me a stealth <laughs> roll. Yeah, thanks. Can you make a stealth roll? I rolled a 10 for a 9. Okay, you sit and Actually, you... Actually, I shouldn't have rolled that. I shouldn't have rolled that. At all. Stealth roll? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Let's go back. You sit really close to this sleeping Vidalcan's face, and we want you to make a stealth check, but what does Bias Jaw do instead of a stealth check? He he sits down on his haunches and just stares at him and at some point picks up a stick next to him and just like sort of pokes him in the (laughs) stomach. What on earth was that? What? Uh, What? Did we fight? (laughs) <laughs> no offense. We don't need to fight. I was just checking. Uh, I was just checking. Checking what? Anything. You oh. were checking. You interrupted my sleep for checking anything. Oh, that's what, that's what you were doing. You were sleeping. You not oh, sleep? Okay. You don't sleep? I do. I just wanted to know what you were doing. I was sleeping. Okay. So he stands up and walks away. The fuck? <laughs> Tries to go back to sleep. <laughs> Goran approaches you and he wonders, is anyone going to take a watch or are you guys going to sleep? He just needs to sort out the schedule. Edorath, is that true or not? Yeah, no. Oh, you're actually going to sleep? Yeah, he (laughs) he would have just like found a nice spot in the dirt and then just passed out almost immediately. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, Gorn kind of looks at you and goes, that one is a little rude, no? At me? Not him. Oh, no, fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I will take the first watch, but if anyone would like to be woken up, we need possibly two or three more people to finish the watch. Well, I don't mind. This is all very exciting, so I'm happy to take first watch. I don't think I could go to sleep just yet. I can take third watch if you need. I will join in. Okay, first, second, and third. Okay, wonderful. There will be uh, at least a Vidalcan awake with you, or Sax will be... 
<laughs> Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. Wait. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> Guinness. Not Peter a sponsor. Peter's Mind Flayer, sponsored by Guinness. And Not a sponsor. Irishman. If you know an Irishman, then he or she or they are probably sponsoring this podcast. Gon takes the first watch and <laughs> as he fills his flask... With of, Guinness, sponsored by Guinness. <laughs> Not a sponsor. You guys drift off to sleep, and your dreams are uneasy. They're filled with missed monsters and changing roads and unsure futures. Agnar, you midway through a dream feel a slight shake on your shoulder as Gorn shakes you awake. <laughs> oh. Aragorka, it is your turn. Oh, Okay. Thank you for waking me. Not a problem. You get up and come out and you see two Vidalkins sitting up. They nod at you appreciatively and go their way. And another Vidalkin man comes out to greet you. You notice that the mist seems to not have changed at all. You have no concept of time since you stepped in the mist. So you don't know if it's nighttime or if it's day. It's just still that silvered mist. And you take a seat down next to your Vidalkin companion. Hello. Hello. I'm Agnar. Nice to meet you. I am Daff. Daff? Daff. 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 You want my surname? No, I'm just trying to pronounce it correctly. It's Tpunkt. Tpunkt. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> you rat. Daff t- Tpunkt. You yourself, aren't you? <laughs> I'm going to make sure that one stays alive. <laughs> the, the DM nodded with that one, yes. <laughs> No. <laughs> you win some, you lose some. Have you been on watch before? Well, no. Okay, it's pretty easy. All you do is look around and you make noise if you spot something. Anything? Well, no, okay, maybe I should clarify. If you spot something that should not be there, for instance, a creature, for instance, a shadow, a mist in particular. Okay. How do I tell the difference between creatures that should be there and should not be there? Well, if there is a creature that is there, like me, I am a creature. I am here now. Okay. If you look in a circle and look back at me and I'm still here, that is good. If, I, if, you, if you look in a circle and look back and a different creature is here, that is bad. Okay. Why not try that, okay? Okay, that, that makes sense to me. Make a perception check. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. That is a six. A six. So you turn slowly in a circle as if you're a periscope. And as you turn back to where the Vidalcan is, he's gone. <laughs> oh, he didn't say. Then all of a sudden he pops lo- up into your field of view and goes, oh, ah, I got you. Oh. You are gullible. Uh, yes. I like you. Oh, I think I like you, but I'm not sure. Oh, we can work it out. Okay. <laughs> now, let me actually help you. And he kind of platonically puts a hand on your shoulder and directs you to a spot just beyond where the tents are. And he says, it is a bit scary out here, but trust me, this is the best place to look for things. And he kind of points you out and he assists you with your perception check. Go ahead and take a perception check with advantage. So a brand new one? Yeah, so roll 2d20 and take the higher roll and add your, uh, your wisdom modifier. So that is a, a 10. Yeah, you look around and you see mist, but you look over and Daft Punk doesn't seem to have any <laughs> have any adverse better. reaction to the uh, <laughs> to the watch. So you reckon while you're not too confident in your own eyes right now, you figure that seeing as how he hasn't reacted to anything, 
It's probably okay. You haven't missed anything. No creatures. You carry out the rest of your watch event free. You can wake up uh, Bias Jewel. Well, that was just a lot of mist. But thank you for the company. You are very welcome. Anytime. Okay. Okay. Good night. I go up to where Bias is sleeping. How are you sleeping? Yeah, hey, Jordan, how did Jordan I was like, sleep? can I ask for a description <laughs> of how he yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I do. I, I'm not lying. I want a full description. <laughs> you see a turtle shell like in Mario when you jump yes. on it for the first time. Okay. Agnar <laughs> is going to walk up to the turtle shell. Oh, um, I suppose I can just knock. Um, come in. Oh, you, you hear that? <laughs> you hear that echo out as if it's in a dark chamber inside. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm I'm not sure if I could c- come in, so to speak, but perhaps you could um come out. <laughs> well, do we know he's got a full fucking studio Tardish apartment shell. there? <laughs> Well, Madden then. Uh, so he extends his <laughs> limbs and his head out of the shell. <laughs> do four. Ready? Uh, can we get four people? Ready? No, I can't do Three, this. Three, two, one. <laughs> and then the head. I have always wanted to do that. Oh. <laughs> Alright, it's my turn, right? Yes. Whoa. Why does that guy have such a big helmet on? He's up all night to get lucky. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to make you regret this, Joe. <laughs> Come on, one more time. <laughs> At least until you punish us. <laughs> Seems weirdly big for his body. Hey, okay. Um, <clears throat> do you know where I'm going with my Vidalkin friend? Uh, no. No? Okay. No. Uh, do people usually go to the same spot or different spots? I don't know. Hang on. Hello? Hello? You look around and you notice all of the Dolkin, except for Sax, who is there, motionless, are sleeping. And your elven friend kind of rolls over and looks at you and says, oh, It looks like it is you and I for the watch this time, no? Oh, good. I have some questions. I can't wait to answer them. And he gets up. You notice he's got two daggers. He's got a crossbow in the small of his back. And he kind of... Gets up and walks with you to the clearing of the camp. So you're doing better, my friend, I see. Much better. I did not expect to survive the battle. Uh, I don't know if you've ever been... If, you if you've expect... ever been entered by something before, <laughs> but it does not feel good. I mean, I can enter myself. Okay, that's a weird <laughs> brag. I know they say love yourself, but that's a whole other thing. In all honesty, thank you for rescuing me. I appreciate it. And your Aracorca friend, uh, I'm very grateful for. She's an interesting one. My question to start is, um, if you did not expect to survive the battle, why, uh, why did you walk into the mists with us? Well, I didn't expect there to be a battle. I, I, after that mists entered me, I did not expect to survive after that. I certainly expected to survive the walk all the way to Bale, but life had other plans. But thanks to your friend and your friend's God, I am I live to carry out what I wish to do. So as we're doing this, I'm kind of like leading him. 
sort of to the edges of the camp and walking with him. Mm-hmm. And it's like circling around the camp. But each time we circle, I'm like moving us wider and wider and away from the camp. Roll. Make a sleight of Sli- hand. I was thinking sleight of yeah. hand, I, yeah. I guess. Sleight of hand or deception. 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 He'll go deception. Yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah. That probably makes the most sense. You sneaky turtle. He's passive. <laughs> Kill the man you worked so hard to save. Oh, I got a 17 plus 320. Yeah, 320. he is totally engrossed in your conversation. He seems to be talking quite passionately about being entered. And he seems to not notice any kind of outward circling of the camp. Hey, um, so tell me, friend. Did you know it was a two-day walk to Bakht? No, I heard it was far longer than a two-day walk, but apparently when you have Vidalcan to show you the way, it is much quicker. So you knew about the guide? I knew that you needed people to show you the way, yes. Okay. I just assumed you people knew the way because you seemed to be excited to come along with me. Okay. (laughs) So now we're far enough away that we can't really see the campfire or anything? Yeah. And then I'm just like... (laughs) I'm like do you think you can find your way back without a guide from here roll intimidation (laughs) 18 he looks at you there's not so much fear in his eyes but kind of a spark of curiosity and he says are you thinking of leaving me out here you led us into a situation that you had no clue and you didn't you knew secrets and you not tell us those secrets and you Are you saying you do not have secrets? Just you, fuck already. <laughs> <laughs> and you walked us into the mists with no information, no warning and nothing. So I do I repay kind with kind. So walk away. Do you think you can find your way back? I walk it away. And I pull off my warhammer from my back. Really? Yeah. He looks at you and he kind of nods and says, I get this hostility. I really do. I think it is grossly misplaced. I think you're making a huge mistake. But if that is what you wish of me, then I will happily be on my way. And I just stand there and wait for him to move. He turns and he walks slowly. After a few paces, he turns and he waves at you. Just as he waved at you that very first day you met in the tavern. And I wave back. And he waved back. And then he turns away and, and within seconds, because of this mist, he's gone. I just nod my head and make my way back to camp. Roll a survival check at disadvantage to find your way back. Because you are in the mist now. What the fuck? Oh, shit. <laughs> I, oh, that's not good. <laughs> oh, that's only just better. Um, eight. Eight. <laughs> you turn back and you, you cannot see die. the campfire you walk for five or so minutes and there's no sign of the campfire. <laughs> okay, I just start calling out. We switch back to the camp. <laughs> uh, everyone's asleep. Who's going to wake up, Dalen? You, Dalen, are woken up by a tap on your shoulder to Sax. Apologies. Uh... Oh, no worries. Hey, what? what's... Uh... What's going on? Not much what's going on with you. Oh, no, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I, was, I think I'm supposed to take next watch, but nobody, s- nobody came to wake me up. No, I saw your friend, uh, the, the round turtle thing. He walked off with the elf 
with the daggers and they have not returned? Wait, they, they went in, into the mist? They went into the mist, yeah. I don't know what you wish to do. But. Um, look, I really hate to ask you this, um, but is there any way that we could, you could help to find him? I don't know if you can locate things. Roll persuasion. Uh, that is a 14. <laughs> she looks at you and, and she says, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> no, no, advantage. Uh, <laughs> I slowly start on the She looks at you and she says, Tattoos. <laughs> I, I, would, I would happily help, but I cannot help without uh, the approval of Gorn. I cannot abandon my post with my teammates. Uh, shall we wake everyone up and start a search party? I mean, I don't, I don't know the guy super well, but I saw what those fucking missed things did, and I really don't want anyone to have to experience that again. So, yeah, if we could just wake up someone, anyone, your superior, that would be great. Thank you. Sax nods at you, and you see all of her tattoos start to shimmer Mike etiquette Sax looks at you uh, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like yeah, a tight tight how do you say what the fuck what are we doing here um, Sax <laughs> at us for not being on mic <laughs> Sax nods at you and, and you notice her whole body start to shimmer purple the mist seems to like heat up and you guys wake up with a stinging sensation in your nostrils and the mist itself has turned like a, a slight tinge purple and as you wake up you see it turn back to its silver color and you Saphir, see the tattoos then subdue back to their black color on Sax's blue skin oh fuck what's happening so you guys start to hear a bit of commotion around the camp and you overhear Gorn run over to Sax demanding to know what's going what on. What is going on here? Why are we awake? Are we under attack? Uh, Sax turns to you and kind of gestures deferentially. It seems that um, our total companion bias uh, ended up wandering off into the mist with... Um, what was the other guy's name? Nim. Nim. I was like, Vim? No. <laughs> <laughs> with... Um, with Nim and uh, they haven't returned, so I'm I'm sorry to wake you up. But he turns to a couple of his teammates and says, "Do you know what I guys? Why was the Nova Dalkland awake with them? I I don't know. I was asleep and I was waiting to be woken for my watch. Okay, enough, enough. Let me ask you this: Do you truly value these people that have gone missing? <laughs> I mean, like I said to your compatriot, I don't really know them but i saw what that mist did to people and i would really hate for someone to die alone like that <sighs> have you got a new character sheet is this for yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are this, you trying this, to kill us? i got a second one ready to go <laughs> this will put this will put us behind but i suppose what must be done must be done and he kind of barks an order to the other bellman who unsheath or pick up their long long hard wooden um Shafts <laughs> of their spears, and you see Sax kind of spin her hand a little bit, and a little bit of flame pops up, and she kind of heads off into the mist, head high in the air, and then turns sharply to one side and goes this way, and she leads the way. A few moments later, you guys come across Bias 
wandering aimlessly in the mist. Bias, do you want to tell us kind of what was going on in those few minutes? Were you panicked? Were you pretty chill? As you're probably coming across him, you're probably hearing some cursing, swearing at the heavens. Yeah. <laughs> just, just like, fucking God's always putting me in these fucking situations. <sighs> God damn, fuck you, Aaron. This is one of you again, isn't it? Whoever set this fucking mist is one of you. You look up at the mist and to the skies that you, you would usually curse your gods upon, you don't see it. You just see mist. Can't even fucking see the fucking sky. You hear footsteps approach and the clanging of flasks hitting these leather harnesses. And you look up and you see Sax with her hand outstretched. Her tattoos like nearly moving along her hand. And you see the group of adventurers that you've so recently piled up with approach. Hi. Hey, Oh, my goodness. Did you guys get lost as well? Got to be fully no. honest. I thought it was going to be me to fuck off first, but looks like you won the prize. <laughs> Gorn uh, walks straight up to you, grabs you by what would be your shirt front. And my shell. Shell, yep. And puts you <laughs> up. Against, you put your little body up against a tree and gets right down in your face and says, you disappear again and you put my party in risk, in trouble. I will fucking kill you. You got that? What do I owe you, friend? He's a bit taken aback. And he kind of looks to his looks to his crew and he says, you owe my crew an apology and then we call it even. He stands back and folds his arms. I just look to uh, each one individually or all together? That kind of insincerity is no? what... No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I turn to everybody and I'm just like... I apologize for uh, you having to come out and find me, but Nim got lost again. Where's Ro- Nim? Roll deception. <laughs> <laughs> it's can an everyone, alphabetical order. Why is it everyone, alphabetical order? Everyone check your passive insight, please. 13. Oh, it's going to be close. 13. You notice the Vidalkin crew kind of narrow their eyes a little bit, as if sensing like the venom that you put upon the name Nim. But they don't seem to question it too much. But you do see a few eyes narrow. Uh, what are our passive insights? Nine? Fifteen. Fifteen? Uh, fucking nothing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, I think it's just turned. <laughs> okay. So the two of you seem to think that he's telling the truth. But you, Agnar, you can tell something else has happened. But I, I do apologize. That's, um, I didn't want to get lost. I tried to find my way back. And I'm sorry that you all got woken up from your night to slumber. And if there's anything I can do to make it better for all of you, then I will. So Nim got lost, and we found you. But where's Nim? He went the opposite direction to me. You see Gorn looks at you knowingly and says, So should we be chasing after him, since we were able to find you? If you want. That's up to you. I just pay you back for what you did for me. Facts puts out her hand it starts to shimmer and you see her go over to Gorn and whisper into his ear <laughs> they are whispering to each other right now it's it's quite reminiscent of what I sensual whispering <laughs> <laughs> the audience can know what's happening yeah whisper so the audience can hear you are DMs. we meant to like cut it DMs like... whisper into a microphone <laughs> They can hear us as we do this, so it's probably distracting to them. As oh, this whispering bit is really <laughs> great. I think we should just keep it. 
Why are you guys putting your fingers in your ears? Because <laughs> you have to go, you have to you make a serious signal. You should whisper into the microphone so that when we re-listen, we can hear what you're whispering about. Go on nods at Sax and goes, okay, yes, okay. And he looks at you by us and he says, we will continue on our way. No man left behind, but I have a feeling we will see that person again. And then looks at Sax and Sax nods solemnly. So Nim's okay? There's no answer from either of them as they walk off. Really, really, all of the Dolkin now are really kind of put out just by Bias's kind of attitude. And they lead the way back, straight back to the camp in a zigzagging kind of fashion so that you can complete your long rest. If there's anything you wish to talk about before you fall back asleep for the, for the end of your... Is it still my watch? No, it's mine. So you can go ahead and get some sleep. You had quite the adventure. Okay. What the fuck? You just see him pop back into a shell. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Go ahead and roll perception, please. That is a 15. Thank you very much. You're so welcome. Yeah, you stay up, but it goes pretty uneventfully. You look out, you don't see anything. What you would assume to be the sunrise comes after a certain amount of time. You can't see, you can't tell. You notice all the Vidalcans start to stir. They wake up, they start packing up their gear. Gorn goes and has a private word with Sax. She nods. Gorn turns to you and asks if you're all ready to go. Are you all ready to go? <coughs> I've just been sitting there watching everything. I'm ready. You can mark off a long rest. Yeah, baby. Back. Yeah, since, the, since I started waking up, Bias popped out and was just watching everything. Anything in particular he was looking for, he was just observing. Just observing and also, oh no, uh, and also um, watching uh, Sax. Just sort of what she was doing while everyone else was, and how everyone treated her. Can you, how everyone treated Sax? Yeah. Yeah. Can you make an insight check, please? I can indeed once I reload D&D Beyond. <laughs> what the da? Well, it's a seven on the dice, so it's not going to mm. be good. Okay. It's probably going to be, a, uh, what am I doing? Insight or perception? Insight. Uh, insight. Insight is nine. Yeah. You look out, and you've been watching this for a while, and they, Gorn obviously has a very good. Uh, relationship with Sax, they're kind of almost equals. Gorn kind of takes his directive from her and she kind of advises him and he says, okay, we're going here, we're doing this. The other Vidalcan have more of like a deferential kind of respect for both of them. There's clearly a hierarchy here of who's in charge of whom. Um, as far as what anyone or what Sax thinks of you, you are unable to tell. Agnar is going to be keeping one eye on <laughs> bias. For sure. Um, it's easy for a chicken. You see this much. <laughs> Just trying to get a sense of how he feels about what happened with Nim last night. Yeah, roll an insight check. You can roll insight and you can oppose with either deception or persuasion, depending on what you believe to be true. You don't have to tell us. Okay. Jesus. That was a three on the dice. Oh, no. Um, so dice jail, dice jail. That's a six. That's a 21. There you go. (laughs) Can you tell Agnar, please, kind of what's being played out on your face and on your body right now? You can obviously see that he's paying very close attention to Sax and that relationship Mm -hmm. there. But but as far as how you feel about last night? As far as I feel about last night, not a thing. Like, he's he's more just... Completely unremorseful. Call it what you want. Everything's just focused on on mainly uh, sax and what's going on with those two. And uh, yeah, the, no, nothing about last night is on his face. Gorn speaks up and says, right, 
Sax will be leading the way with one of my men. I will be in the group with you, and I will have two men trailing us. Okay. Any questions? Should we be armed and ready to go? You should be armed, you should be ready to go, but fingers crossed, we will make it through unperturbed. I pop out two arms. <laughs> he kind of lifts his own arms very slowly and kind of nods and goes, Yes, yeah, I have two arms and ready too. to go. Hey. Okay. <laughs> it's a tough cred. <laughs> you guys continue on your way down the paths. The roads, they seem to not make any sense. You seem to be continually going straight, yet, similar to the night before, Sax would stop and then jerk herself in another direction and then you would go that way. But the road doesn't seem to change. After probably a couple of hours by your estimate, you see just five paces ahead of you, Gorn and Sax disappear. The Vidal can keep walking and then it seems as if you take one step, completely shrouded in mist, and the second one, you suddenly find yourself in daylight and you're in front of a big stone wall. A city gate, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) What? No. Gorn turns to you and he says, We are here. This is Bail. These are the walls of Bail. And what do we uh, owe you, friend? Nothing. We will take you in to the mayor. You do that for free? No, we do that for safety. Well, you uh, you have our gratitude then. Thank you. This way. And he leads you towards the, uh, the gateway. As you do, you hear Daft... Uh, punk. Just <laughs> <laughs> kind of humming a very catchy tune. <laughs> and he looks at you, Agnar, and he says, you come listen to me at the tavern, I play later. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> good, good, good. Gore leads you through the city gates and he guides you through streets of dirt that weave in and out around an assortment of cobblestone buildings. And you do notice a variety of humanoid races, you know, ones that would elicit strange looks in your homeland, like Asamar and <laughs> Dragonborn. <laughs> you didn't see it was one DM, pass a note to another DM. Going back there, they, as you make your way through, Gorn's pointing out key locations within the city, but. Bias, I'd like you to make a perception check for me. Oh, okay. Uh, 18. 18. As you're making your way through the city, you're only half listening to Gorn, and you feel like you're being watched. You have this uneasy sense around you, and you dart your head away back into alleys as you're walking and feel like you're just missing a glimpse of something. Until the third time you look around, and you catch someone wearing a red hood dart through an alley. for listening to Theatre of the Mind Flayer. We go live on all good podcast apps every Tuesday. If you like what you heard, leave us a review on whatever podcast app you're listening to. If you didn't like it, well, stiff shit, you already listened to it. Reach out to us on Twitter at mindflayer underscore pod and on Instagram at Theatre of the Mind Flayer. Thanks, babies. 